everyone and welcome back to awkward pause i am your host today my name is cassidy Sargent. i am joined as always by my friends here today mr andrew street i hate flying that's all do you what's your least favorite part about flying because i actually kind of like it now i think takeoff that's the worst part that's when i'm like if anything goes wrong here we're low to the ground. There's no coming back from this. No getting out of it. It's over. Also, it's just uncomfortable. We take off. We go really fast. The plane starts to shake. How does anything fly? I don't even know how it works. Magnus, man. Dude, and here's what's bringing this up real quick. Boeing, they knew in 2016 about the 737 MAX issues. I just saw this headline as we started the show. How can you can't, trust the? You can't trust them. Can't fucking trust them, man. Uh, also with us uh, today, uh, Elmer Guardado. What is your least favorite part about flying? I'm gonna be on two flights tomorrow, mm. and I've known about this for two months now. And this moment is the first time I thought about like, oh, I'm gonna get on a plane. You're That's just thinking the so destination. Un- yeah, it's like such such <clears throat> so non-eventful for me. Hmm. I like the opportunity. It's a weird love-hate thing. I think I love it more than I hate it. The opportunity to have absolutely no excuse to enjoy doing nothing. You know, like you're on the, you get to the airport, you get through security, you're on time, you're not nervous, you find your gate, and then you're like, okay, all right, I can do whatever I want now. And I don't have to feel bad about it because I, there's nothing productive I can be doing right now. Here's the thing I told Melissa about how my dumb brain works. I'll get to my gate two and a half hours early, sit mm-hmm. at the bar directly across from it, and still be anxious that the fucking gate's going to change. I'm going to miss the goddamn flight. <laughs> There's always that, though. And look, uh, I will give you, I don't think it's... Too real. I think it's fair because they... Shit like that has happened. We've all had horrible experiences. They deserve this level of skepticism. And yeah, it's cool. Flying is in, insane. But here's the thing. I don't think that that has ever happened to me. It's never happened to me. You've never been fucked on any travel? Not like that. No. Because I'm always very cautious. And so that's the thing is the fear is unfounded. Mm. No, I think it's fair. Because I'm with Andy. It's like, oh, I'm, you know, well, let me let me pull up the gate on my uh, on my boarding pass and. Oh, look, here's a here's a sign. I better check and make sure that the gate's the same. And then, like, I walk by the gate and it says my city. And it's like, I'm just going to go ask them if this is the gate for this flight. It's like unfounded anxieties. You guys are not. This exists. I definitely am looking at my ticket a lot. But it. There's something just exciting about airports still to me. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Like just the, the the fast walk that's you can justify so easily. I'm a fan. That power walk, the fact that like you're just like I'm here with a purpose. I have a, a plan. I belong here. Mm-hmm. Moving walkways, big right, fan. Moving walkways, big fan. And there is something about like class too, where it's like 
oh, like this is, this was expensive. This cost me a lot of money. This set me back. This was not an easy purchase, mm. and I'm here to uh, reap the rewards of my purchase. Mm-hmm. Also, and speaking of, of uh, looking down on people like we were talking about pre-show, uh, I, you know, I like to I like to come to the airport looking halfway decent as well. So speaking of class, I think that's always a kind of a nice moment too. You walk in, you're feeling good. You've got your plan, as you said. Mm-hmm. You've made this expensive purchase, and, and you're all put together. Right. And how much time did you spend just packing, making sure you had your wallet, your key, like double checking things in a way you never do when you leave the house for work? Mm-hmm. That you're just there and you're like, man, I'm prepared. I'm fucking ready, bro. I have I packing like pretty much down to a science now. Okay. I need you guys to help me, and it's not going to happen on the show, but I'm just going to bring it up because we're here. Um, I need to find a good carry on bag. Like, I need I need one I can just trust that is just going to... Because I feel like every time, that's the thing I think about. I'm like, ah, shit. Like, do I need... Can I get away... First question is, can I get away with just a backpack? Right. And then I'm like, well, should I just do the duffel bag? Because that's going to be like... It's going to make everything... It's just, ah. Uh, I, need, I need one thing that I can just trust. Okay. I was, t- I was I'm, team I'm duffel bag. Yet. I've been team duffel bag for about two years. Okay. Every time we met up, duffel bag. Every time I was going on work trips, duffel bag. And then I got introduced to the carry-on size roller bag. Game changer. What a fucking young professional, man. Dude, that's kind of what I want. I put van stickers all over it. And I was really? like, you got to send me a picture of this. I put some Firewatch stickers on there. I was like, you know, people oh, yeah. need to know. Yeah. Send, send, a, send us the drip. I want to see uh, so is it like a hard shell one? It is. I got it as a gift. Because here's the thing. I never would have, like, I was perfectly fine living my duffel bag life. Somebody gifted mm-hmm. me this little luggage thing. Game changer. The wheels, game changer. No full 360? Full 360. Like, Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I've, like, basically got chills. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like... Fucking me in high school would be so pissed at myself about how excited I was the first time I was walking through the airport with it. Smooth. So I'm I'm definitely down for the roller carry-on. If you go that route, great. You can't miss. I do want to pitch you on one other option. It is the the plus size backpack. The Mm. full coverage, essentially backpacking backpack. Offers for a very nice okay, a regular backpack is not going to get it done, and I need to fill, you know, up to a roller bag. It can take it no problem, and it looks like a normal backpack. Now, do you go under the seat with it or above the head? It uh, could do either because it also has a strap or like a, a flap where you zip the arms closed, basically, like behind another uh, piece of fabric, and it basically becomes a little, like, carry-on duffel sack. So you could tuck it away. Like, that's, See, how we did, that's how we did Europe, and that's how we did Japan. Oh, wow. See, for a big trip like that, I'd be so anxious about, like, I need to fucking pack it all. Bring the big guns out. Mm-hmm, 17 mm-hmm. pairs of jeans. I'm packing, <laughs> I'm packing underwear like, like I'm going to ship myself enough to change three times. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally just do that. All my clothes is laid out on my bed right before we started. Yep. I did that math, and I was like, this is too much clothes. But you know what? And you know what? I, I always have too much clothes. 
yeah. in every trip. Mm-hmm. Really? I'm, I'm always like, why didn't, yeah. Oh. Why didn't I just sit down and plan out every single day and every single outfit? I've started why to do this. do that? Oh, this is what I do. This is the way to do it, guys. You got to pack know, lean. But I just, hey, I'm, I'm jazz, dude. I'm like, when we, like, you know, every time we hung out, I didn't know what I was going to wear. I mean, <laughs> You know, it was fucking hip hop, dude. Dude, we we would hang out, or we were gonna be hanging out for like four days. I'd bring like nine shirts. Be like, you know, I just I need some options. I need to like yeah. see how I'm feeling, see what I want to wear, and then I have like the the shirts like I know I want to wear mm-hmm. in theory, but am I gonna actually want to wear them? So I bring those right. so I can go through the thought process. Oh, guys. And then you bring like one shirt that's like a little nicer because mm-hmm. you're like, mm-hmm. what's, hmm, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Obviously, nothing ever happens. What if we go out? <laughs> Maybe we'll go to dinner. <laughs> when have we done that? Well, I, I'm just saying, like that's what goes through your head. I'm so excited to hang out with you guys again. Now that I have a fucking job. Let's do it. You want to spend some money together? Cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do adult things. Like I feel like I I always just felt like like. I never, I haven't felt limited in previous hangouts. No, no, no. Me either. I think, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I've always been really good at, like, oh, I'm going to say, I, I, I can save up money like it's nobody's problem. Um, I'm really good at that, except, um, like, in the case of just like it, the, 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 I was some, I'm trying to explain something. I'll give you the perfect example. Sam Mosher asked me the, the other day, Friend of the show. Me, like, what's the biggest difference? having like a job being in the adult world and specifically i was like i'm gonna talk i'm gonna give you a very specific answer but the biggest difference is like now i like my full like my floor is there now it's like at the very least i know i will get paid in two weeks and i it's like i have this job and my job theoretically if i don't like fuck up tremendously my job can't get worse now Steady source of income. Yes. And I know that's the biggest and thing. I know what to expect. Yeah. yeah. Predictability, man. Mm. Tell me about it. We love it. Fucking jobs, dude. Corporate shills, man. Corporate shills. Apply Y'all see that Disney show. Plus shit? Speaking of fucking corporate shills. Oh yeah, I saw that. That shit. was like I no meme and like I'm I don't feel like I'm a Disney super fan, but I feel like that was one of the like greatest Twitter threads of all time, basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, of them just being like, yo, fucking check our shit out. Speaking of work, I went to a work event the day that that happened that night. And in the car ride over and then at the event, like over drinks, like everyone was talking about that. Fucking like crazy. every because everyone had at least five movies in that thread that they were like, oh, I forgot about that. I can't believe that's going to be on fucking streaming services. What a fucking, fucking wild move. I think I'm yeah. gonna sub. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really. Why, why are you saying it like there's ever a doubt? Well, because of course you were gonna sub. I mean, I'm. I mainly just want to watch Ducktales, <laughs> sub and Halloween Town and stuff. But dude, there's gonna be so many Disney Channel movies. I know. I mean, all of them. Inspector Gadget. Here we go. Oh man. Live action. Damn. Yeah, I mean, isn't it like five bucks? Yeah, it's not yeah, bad. Yeah, it's cheap. I did the math the other like yesterday with Robert and I because Robert and I like just split. You know, we don't double up on services except for Prime because shipping. But we were just like, you know what? Everyone complains that like, oh, with all these subscriptions, I'm basically paying for cable. And it's like, yes, to a certain degree, if you get all of them, 
yeah, it can stack up to like competitive cable prices. But also, you're getting like this on-demand shit. Like just that feature. It's like I know we had like fucking TiVo and TV recording, but like this shit to really just be it's like insurance where you're just paying just so you know you have it. The comfort sure. of just knowing like I I can find whatever I want and I will end up finding nothing. I'm going to watch the same fucking thing I watch all the time. Yeah. But but even if it's just the comfort of knowing it's there. It's there. And then if even if they were the same price, like let's say you you got you, whatever the main streaming devices or services, the same price as a cable package, the fucking ads. Like I watched, Ugh. I've watched a TV show on cable, and I was like, how did we ever live with this? <laughs> it literally gets interrupted every three minutes. Oh man, Robert is a fucking savage and he so he has hulu just because he gets it through spotify so he signs into his hulu on everything all the time and i try to sign in with my girlfriend and i's hulu because she pays for no commercials mm. so whenever i watch TV hulu with robert we're watching commercials and you no. get dude you fucking especially and i think that's even worse than it could have ever been on live tv hulu's worse because it's like four yeah. it's like the same four ads over and over again i'm yeah. on that plan me too, yeah. and yes, I don't uh, watch Hulu yeah. because of it. Uh, a friend, a friend is lending their login, and so beggars can't be fucking choosers. That's the thing. I'm on my parents' login, so I can't be like, yeah, mm, hey, uh, you can't, you can't climb up. Can how about a couple extra up? bucks a month, hey? <laughs> yeah. No, it's it. It's weird. Just like even with baseball, with how much baseball I had to watch on TV this man this month, because usually I watch it through the app, and through the app it just says like, we'll be right back. Yeah, um, which does but, feel less obnoxious. Oh yeah, like it's yeah, it yeah. is and annoying then, to have the break, but yeah, at least yeah, you're not being advertised like, at. Yeah, and I'm doing the same thing I would have <clears throat> done. I pull up my phone. I fucking I'm on Twitter, right, or whatever. But it's just it's nice having the sounds. But watching so many ads on freaking during baseball, that's the crazy shit. Where you're like, who is watching the mass Singer? Yeah. Why am I getting so many ads for this show? Like, oh, it's wild, man. I don't know who watches TV. I'm I'm gonna take my uh, once an episode pitch here at the uh, sport of soccer. One break. It's just halftime. You only have to How endure. It? Uh, it's like 15 minutes, so you only have to endure the commercials for that, and they do a halftime break and like a recap, and you're done. That's it. Pretty nice. Nah, that sucks. Pretty nice. With baseball, it's better, dude. There's 18 breaks in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even exaggerating. An exaggeration. And that's assuming there's no switches or no one gets hurt or no timeouts. That is better. You're right. Sometimes, sometimes you literally will get 20 breaks in three hours, three and a half hours, maybe a full game. Oh my god. But it's part of the ride, man. It's so the fact that you know, like, all right, I'm getting fed these ads. But my boys are still there. They're fucking, they're stretching. They're getting on the field. That's why when you go to baseball live, baseball. you're like, why is nothing happening? It's because the game Dude, stops every two seconds. I don't even know how the, <sighs> they score. They, the score goes up on home runs. But there's barely any of those. The Yankees are doing the, uh, the impossible right now. They always do, man. That's my team. <laughs> they score on home runs, right? 
they're uh, they're about they're about to get fucking destroyed by Houston, but it looks like they might win one more today. Force another game. They're probably still gonna lose the whole thing, but ah, I want to I want to tell you a baseball story, but it's it's got to be saved for off the air. So, but it's it's just a tease. Uh, does does New York City still feel like like a big deal to you, Andy? Um, does it have like the same aura as it does to like the rest of the nation? Do you think? No. Yeah. Just because we're we're all there Cass- so often. Cassidy is being in Portland still have that same does it have the same effect on you too i don't know to an extent like it i i it still gives me some of the same vibes you know but i don't know i I guess i don't know how people feel about portland i feel like everyone knows how everyone feels about new york where it's like you know just sort of like this shining beacon in a way it's like the big city yeah oh yeah i'm walking here (laughs) all that bullshit (laughs) I, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was talking to a friend of the show, Andrew Taylor, who's been on the show. Uh, he he's, Him and Liza spent some time in New York. So they did New Jersey. They stayed in Jersey City, New Jersey, which Elmer's nice. been to. And where was that? That was where we went to Ramen and the oh, Golden okay. Cicada. That's really close to the... If I ever go back to New York, I want to stay there. Yeah, it's nice there. That's where I work. It's like you can actually escape... Yeah, it's not too like, crowded. There's a lot of good places to yeah. eat and drink, hang out. Bustling art like scene it. over there, music scene. New Jersey, go, Jersey City. For all that art. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he stayed there. He went to Ani Ramen. I insisted that he check out of his place later and go to Ani, Ani Ramen. Ani Ramen. It's good. Uh, and then he went to New York. And then, so we were running through the things that he was going to do. He was going to go to the Central Park. He's obviously, I was like, you know. You got to do the Times Square. You have to for your first time. See it at least once. I'm so happy you talked me into like... I probably would have had to... Now that I actually see that it's so central, I would have had to fucking... Because of where my hotel was, I would have seen it. Mm-hmm. But you're so right about that. Like It's fun. You you want to be cynical about it, but you get there and that is the most like... Maybe the most patriotic I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds weird, but I swear to the Lord that... America... I mean, like, the place, it it sucks every time except for your first time. Like, you just have to go and see it. It's, I told I was like, you know, you got to go to the M&M store. And so the Van Akens, they were also going to go to New York for a couple days. And they're like, wait, there's an M&M store? I was like, yes. They're like, oh, they're, they, how could they fill one store with M&Ms? I'm like, no. You don't <laughs> fucking understand. The That's store like, is three floors. <laughs> there's a whole chopstick section there's a slide <laughs> like you need to go here it's like you know you need to do the fucking Times square olive garden you know the whole thing hershey store maybe not olive garden the Times square olive garden is a must do that's a can't miss <laughs> no definitely i didn't say the m&m store is legit yeah it's a good time but yeah new york the nintendo store is the most legit. oh yeah i mean if you're not going to the nintendo store you're making a fucking mistake that was maybe is that for real? My trip, yeah, Honestly, no me, yeah. damn. Like even if you don't buy anything, just to see it, so just see it all in one place is really overwhelming and joy joyous. Okay, okay. It's also weird because it's 
Like every time I like I've been so many times that every time I go in, I'm like, why is this the only one in the world? Like yeah. this seems like something they would have done more of somewhere. At least in like Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo or like maybe Seattle in like their sure hometown. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they probably just don't even care about the money. It's kind of it's like a little project, like a cute little little thing for them to have more than anything. It used to be a Pokemon Center. Ah, that's so hot. And then they changed it to Nintendo World. I can talk about that store all day, but uh, yeah. So New York is cool. I mean, once you like, and you know, I, I feel like a pure New Yorker would say that I'm from New Jersey, so I don't really know, but. You know, like once you start to know the other neighborhoods, it's like any city, you know, the, you know, the parts of Brooklyn you want to go to, or, you know, the, the parts of downtown you want to go to, or upper West, upper East, like, you know, like the, the niche spots, but these aren't the spots you can tell people really to go to when they travel. Cause then you're sending them all over. Like you're sending them to these tiny little mm. places off the beaten path, which is fun for some, but I think some people come looking for the, the spectacle. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to stand in that scene from Electro and Amazing Spider-Man 2, those steps. The Joker stairs? <laughs> the Joker stairs, yeah. That movie takes place in New York, right? Yeah. Filmed in Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. Wait, does it take place in New York, not Gotham City? Well, it's Gotham, but I mean, it's, it's like filmed shot. in New York, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, so somebody found, quote-unquote, the Joker stairs. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah, That's my next trip. You know, uh, you know what movie I saw for the first time yesterday? Huh. The Exorcist. Oh. And? And uh, there's some stairs in that movie, and I literally looked it up. I was like, are these the Joker stairs? Was that a reference? <laughs> and they weren't. It wasn't. Different stairs. But two very, very good stair scenes. You, you know, like it? There's the Rocky stairs, too. Rocky Star is strong Rocky entry. Important. Yeah. Um, in that movie, A History of Violence, uh, Viggo Mortensen fucks that lady on those stairs. He does. I think that's it. <laughs> There's I the, can't think of any other does stairs. Does Abraham Lincoln, does that have stairs from Planet of the Apes? Do we see the stairs in that? You damn dirty apes. I watched those movies as a kid and I was like, damn. <laughs> This is scary. I watched that, oh, that yeah. one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. That shit was fucking... When I was a kid, I was like, this is incredible. I def remember watching that. And then trying to make that one like female uh, ape like sultry and sexy. It's like, oh, it's not really working for me, Marky. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know what movie you're talking about. It sounds awesome. Oh, I it's pulling it out of the apes. Yeah, and I think it was directed by uh, fucking Tim Burton. Wow, I've never seen any of the original Planet of the Apes. I've only seen the Caesar trilogy. I like. Are that. the rest of those good? I only saw the first one. Oh yeah, they're they're legit. Yeah, I really really like those. I mean, people who I, I like, I like their opinions. Said that they were good. I just haven't gotten to it yeah. yet. But that's good to totally hear. Totally unexpectedly good. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Like the first one is garbage compared to the like how good it yeah gets. really yeah if the way that trilogy yeah. starts and the way those second is two movies crazy. are, it's unbelievable how good they are. Yeah. Like like the first one yeah. Like I liked the first one when I saw it in theaters and then watching the next two mm. I was like these are in different categories of like hard left. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. 
but it I'm all makes there. sense mm-hmm. you know like it's it, it's really 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 interesting i what are you drinking there seltzer seltzer what, what brand <clears throat> uh this is seltzer too wellesley farms it's bj's brand are you a BJ's. oh that's your sam's are you a man of the claw oh yeah i like a good white claw sure yes power here's the thing i don't i don't get the healthy factor to white claws i thought people yeah. drink them because they're like less they're more healthy than drinking a beer but like isn't a bud light or something like the same amount of calories I think a tall boy white be. claw is like 130 calories, which for a tall boy is not that bad. But I don't know, to be fair, I don't know how that stacks up to like a Coors or a Bud or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's also placebo effect. And um, it's not as a. I think it feels lighter. I feel like it doesn't weigh me down. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Plus, it's like kind of a cultural fucking phenomenon right now, right? You Came can out get nowhere. in on the meme. Mm. It's so weird. There's I feel no like Robert and I. <laughs> when you're drinking white claws. Like, okay. I feel like Robert and I just like organically got it. We don't, I don't even know how. Like, obviously, we subconsciously picked it up somewhere, but like separate of each other, we brought it into the house. Mm. And then collectively, we started just like, oh, okay, like. We gotta buy a lot of a lot of white claw, and then you started saying, and then claw me, just claw me, yeah, legit. That's what we say in this house, no joke. Um, and now we're kind of over it, but it was weird. We saw everyone else getting into it. It's fun while it lasted. Yeah, it was like it was a real wave that like I somehow, I don't even know how it started for me. We jumped in on a little hookah fad. Same thing. Mm. We were like all in for a couple of months, and then I was like, okay. Did you go to Hard a spot stopped. or like did you did you get we a We had a hookah. Wow. Yeah. Man, I want one. It's fun for a bit. It's uh really yeah, that's, not that's good for you, it turns out. Yeah, really not so, good. For yeah. I, that's actually what made us stop. We were like, oh wow, we're actually fucking pretty dumb. This is not good. <laughs> no, okay, I won't do it. <clears throat> I think I think like uh one hour of hookah is like the equivalent of like smoking eighty cigarettes or something. <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god. Yeah. So it's like Dude, oh, yeah. can... okay. There's almost like a an edge to that. Like, yo, fucking look, <laughs> just look, fucking look what I'm put, doing. Put, yeah, put four packs of cigarettes all in your mouth and just light them all with a butane fucking lighter. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. When oh, jeez. High school, I wanted nothing. I thought it was the coolest thing to like go sit with your friends at the hookah lounge or something. Yeah. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I was like, me? that'd yes. be a good time. I, I obviously never did it, but. Oh, I did it. Oh, you did? We could never like we couldn't get in. I remember the first time I went was also the first time I ever did hookah. And my friend was like a senior and I must have been like a sophomore. Older boys. And she was Older actually boys. like 18 <clears throat> oh, or boy. maybe maybe 17. I don't know. But she like knew the guy already there. And then she he was like, oh, can I see your ID? And then she was like, oh, he doesn't have it, but he's with me. And I remember, like, I got so red, and like, I was like, I'm gonna fucking have to bolt. And then the guy was like, All right, cool. And uh, nothing happened. But those were the days, man. Those were the fucking days. We had so many just around us too. I feel like it was right when right when it was really really popping off. 
yeah i feel like there was a couple months or a couple of years when i was in high school it was like hookah lounge everywhere like everyone's sitting on pillows like just... i've never been to a hookah lounge man there's one i always go to robert and i always go to when we go to uh, springfield missouri it's like a super it's just a cool spot yeah and they they just set you up and stuff i feel like there was definitely a couple college parties i went to where like just like two dudes hitting the hookah in the corner like, <laughs> just the two of them by themselves like i've actually the never burnouts. seen anyone do it outside of a place oh really i've only yeah, ever done it outside of a place wow yeah i've never even seen it like out in the wild yeah robert though says uh him and ethan um this is ethan who was robert's old roommate um you had one freshman year and they would just take it outside their dorm room set it up on like some you know little lunch table yep and just do just hit it out there and that like halfway through the year they had to say like you guys can't do this anymore <laughs> Wow. And uh, then Mizzou became a smoke-free camp. Oh, that's sad, man. What happened to the fucking First Amendment? <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. If you watch the Joker, you, you'll get what I'm talking about. <laughs> so could you jewel on campus? I feel like I graduated right as jewels like, kind of blew up. Um, I graduated, I think, during the last hot six months of the jewel phase. I, Before uh, the jewel crisis began. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like, man, I, as soon as I... Got out of college, I started hearing all these. Maybe my echo chamber changed, and I, you know, but I feel like it's not it's not as cool anymore. And I remember telling Robert, I was like, "Dude, this this is so interesting because it's got like the iPhone thing, where they just made the activity or the thing aesthetically pleasing, and they made it cool. Like they made it not cool to use anything that wasn't a jewel." But I was like, "But this has to." die right like it's like proprietary shit so it's really interesting to see that this this is gonna die but yeah julian was huge and i mean even even like the big vapes you know like the papa bless vapes my fucking rig yeah that that, that, i mean that was always i feel like i still see those guys i feel like you know who i see if i see a truck on the road with me like a big old truck with some nuts like a texas big boy truck um Windows open, yep. arm like elbow, you know, on the fucking window. Here it comes. And I just see these clouds fucking getting tossed out the window. Cotton, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Fucking spitting cotton. Yeah. Yeah. I all the time. I, I also see that all the fucking time, man. I'll be like three car lengths behind somebody and you just see this cloud pass you by. It's like, okay. <laughs> Somebody's but, got a fucking sick rig up there. Sick rig. Now, what are the... I don't, I just don't get, I guess, what the, what are they getting benefit-wise? Like, are they getting more nicotine or like, it, it's like a cigarette equivalent, right? Yes and no. I will. I, I like the nicotine, a crucial part of the equation. Um, <clears throat> that is the addictive part. property, right? That's how I've always understood it. Yes, yes and no, because there is also the behavioral addiction. Okay, sure, sure, sure. And that, I think, I, for me personally, was the hardest part and has always been the biggest struggle. Um, like, that's why, like, I'm such a big, like, toothpick and floss guy. Like, it, it just, I, I need to have something just, like, or I'm a big drinker, like, too, like, not alcohol, but, like, just I need to be stimulating my fucking mouth somehow all the time. Um, but, yeah, like, the nicotine, because I've even, you know, when I was, like, really really fighting that demon 
Um, the I, I tried the gum, for example, and the gum was good. And it, it gave me, like, a rush. Like, and it's kind of... Like, the gum is good. You get, like, you get, like, a good burst of it, and, like, you get the the dizzies. <clears throat> um, but it was always the physical part for me that, like... And I think that's what, with vapes, like, that's what helped me, like, you know, get off cigarettes multiple times. Was just, like, having... Being able to do the activity. I didn't even need the nic... Like, the, the high. I would get, like, uh, nicotineless ones. So it's all about chasing that, uh... That itch. Are you a gum guy? Like a, uh, not outside of the, outside of like the, uh, like smoking cessation gum, just like as the oral part of it. Like, are no, you a minty actually, gum kind of guy or a, or a fruity gum kind of dude? I can, I can have a gum every now and then. And I like having a gum when I remember, but I never, like gum is always the last thing. Okay. Like, I have to remember to buy gum, and when I have gum, it'll just be in my car, and I'll forget I have it for weeks at a time. Okay. But you know what always comes first? It's always the toothpicks that I order on Amazon. They're, like, mint toothpicks. Um, and then uh, right below that is Altoids, hmm. or the big, hmm. bad coffee mints from Starbucks. The f- the more pain the mint is going to cause my mouth, hmm. the better. Yes. And I'll tell you, man, when I'm fucking just driving to work or driving home f- home from work, Man, that's what gets me through those drives. Is just having some, mm-hmm. some like powerful mint in my mouth. Oh yeah. Are you a are you a Listerine man, along the same lines? You know what? I should just get, buy some and put it in my car because I definitely I like it. Because that shit, you want to talk about burning that and hurting? Fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> that will yeah. fucking do it. I recently I remember saw again for like the first time in years those Listerine strips. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I have of. so I have some of those in my desk at work, and for me, mm-hmm. that is a that is a big move. Really? Yeah, that is, you know, you have something funky for lunch, or oh, somebody's here and they're important. You pop one of those, and like two seconds, you're you're ready to roll. You see a cute girl at the office? No. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's my wife in this case, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's so uh, it's so. You guys have different hours, though, right? Like, you guys don't drive together? We don't drive together. Hmm. Do you think that's for the... for the? I, I won't ask that, but, like, is it... <laughs> we we both, it, think, but I think me think... especially like to have our time in the morning. Because I'm kind okay. of grumpy in the morning. And the drive-in helps me prepare for the day. As, like, you know, bitchy as that is. No, I just feel... Because that's why I ask, right? Because it'd be... It'd be a lot if it was just like, oh, we're literally 100%ing this shit yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 wild. Has Melissa, is Melissa still, has she moved out, Andrew? Nope, she still lives here. She's in the, the other room right now. We we don't work together, so we don't commute together. Mm. I take the train. And Who she, leaves first in the morning? Oh, she does. She leaves at like 5.30 in the morning. Oh, I don't leave until, uh, like, I can catch a train anytime between 7.45 and, like, 8.15. So, anytime in between mm-hmm. in between there is when I leave. Okay. So, we're a bit apart. Yeah, I leave. This week has been wild. I've been leaving, like, 6.30 just because I wake, I'll wake up early. I will pop up at, like, 5 a.m. I'll take a shower. I'll, I'll do my whole thing. 
And she's like, well, I guess I'll just fucking go to work. And I'll just be the first one to work and have my coffee there and stuff. Yeah, I mean, honestly, so she goes to bed super early because she has to be up so early. And so I, there's, you know, I'll go a couple days in a row going to bed at the same time as her. Yep. And then I'll wake up at the same time. But I don't have to leave. So I, I drink mm. my 17 cups of coffee. I sit and, like, read the news. You, you game? I, I, ne- I haven't gamed yet. I try to game on the train, but... Boy, is it a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, you know, I catch up on the all the chats that I missed because I went to sleep early. It's a good time. I can take my time showering because if, if it was up to me, I, I wake up with like five minutes to spare before I need to like get out the door. And so like then I'm running around showering, getting ready, and then I leave. This is, How good is it when you don't have to rush oh, your morning shower? It's so calming. Like I feel so much better. Oh, my God. Yeah. You really prep for the day that way. Like it's like a, your your battery's getting charged, man. Oh, it's so good. Cuz there's nothing worse than when you fucking rush out. Oh yeah. And you're like, "Oh man, like it's just everything's bad." I just recently had to rush out and then run to the train station in the rain day. Oh. And so like oh, it I'm just sorry. it sets you up for disaster. Yeah. You get to work, you're like this is fucking There's terrible. almost nothing that could turn this day around oh, already. Yeah. Man, let me tell you what. It's so I, I forgot that this is a thing now. Like just now that I'm driving, that's not a problem I ever have. You know, I'm not walking anywhere like where I, I I don't have a choice to drive, and that used to be like just like I just for school. You know, I live like we just have to walk to campus all the time. That shit's beyond behind me now. You sh- you should leave, Andrew. It's it's good. Well, I was because I, I I just got like a weird flashback of just like having wet socks. Or like your shirt's all wet, your eye, your glasses are fucking covered in rain, fogging up when you're going into a room. So here's mm. the thing: I I used to drive to work, and like driving is stressful here. It's just nonstop like screaming at people. Yeah, that sounds nightmarish. So like that sets up its own morning, but yeah. I would drive, but it's it's three hundred plus dollars to park each month at my job. And the train... That's, the, that's yeah, how they fucking get you, the man. The train is only $120 ah. a month. Do you just have, like, an unlimited pass? Yeah. Or something? It, and that gets me unlimited rides any day of the week, as many times as I want. That's cool. But So here's what's nice, is in the morning, except when the trains are all canceled and everyone's fucking crammed into one, it's really nice. You know, you sit down, you, you, you listen to music, you, you relax. Coming home sucks, though, because I feel like coming home, I want to be on my schedule, not on the train schedule. So if I finish up work early mm. and want to bounce out, it's like, no, I get to the train and now there's not a train for like 40 minutes. So like now I'm wasting time. Ugh. So that kind of sucks. That's oh, that is painful. Yeah, I felt that. And the train's going home. Everyone's pissed. Everyone's ready to fight. Everyone just wants to be home. Oh, yeah. God damn. Yeah, because I mean, Cassidy, like people are animals, right? When you're driving home, these these motherfuckers that turn last minute or don't use blinkers or people are do animals. Shit. That's yeah. what you said, right? Yeah, that is what I said. Yes, yeah, I I uh, I I popped off on a dude last week, like full on, like double birds, full horn, roll down my window. You're a fucking moron at this guy. Love like that. it was it was full on, dude. And I, I never that. do that shit. 
but it was it was good. It felt did good. He, did did he look weak? What what prompted this? So we're okay. <clears throat> I'll I'll keep it quick because this could be annoyingly long. There's two lanes. The right lane takes an exit onto a different freeway. The yeah. left lane continues straight. Okay. It is very common that people will want the right turn lane. That's a very popular lane. So what people will do is come up in the left lane and jump in at the last moment. Right? Are you with me Mm -hmm. so far? Yes. So dude fucking comes up. I'm here in the lane and he just like comes into me. Like if you don't break right now, I'm going to run into your car kind of thing. Like, no blinker, no nothing. Just, like, I'm fucking coming in, and if you hit me, it's your fault. And I just, like, popped off. But you you said earlier, my sense of justice, dude, I was fucking <laughs> triggered. Man, because I here, here's, here's the thing. The here's the thing. is like, somebody pulls that shit that everyone knows is wrong. They know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. Everyone who's watching knows it's wrong. And then nothing happens. That person yeah. just gets to fucking go about their day, and they won. That shit yeah. oh, fucking man. grinds I've had this conversation with my so therapist good. all the time. Is this something you talk... Have you, you've talked in therapy before? Uh, Probably. This is like the main fucking hurdle. I hate it. I've had with every... Oh, man. Yeah. The fact that, like, am I... Is it my responsibility... Like, do I say something or do I not say, like, you know, it's one of those things, like, am I enabling this person if I don't honk, if I just bow to him and let him fucking pass me? I feel like you have, you have to let people know that like, Hey, this is not okay. And I know that it's not okay. And I'm going to call you out that it's not okay because that's the best that I can do. But it's also not healthy for you to feel. I know it's not. Like, like I should just be apathetic about shoulders. it. I should. Oh, who cares? They're, everyone's getting home, and I'll, I'm only one car behind. You know, it's like that's. I know that's the healthy way to handle it. But boy, man, I cannot. I wish I could. <laughs> no, I'm exactly the same. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man, I would love if you guys lived in the same city. If you guys got into a car crash and. No one, no, no one gets hurt with each other. Yeah, and you guys didn't realize until you guys got out of the car. I think that'd be like the start of a great episode. Whose fault was it? Sitcom. Because um, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think no matter whose fault it was, that person will immediately fess up and be extremely apologetic, and that will immediately disarm any anger that the other person had. And I don't think it matters which person is in which role. I did a thing where actually I did it, but I made it look like each of you did it to each other. It was like a trap. Oh, wow. Wow, that's tough. I iced the roads or something. So now we both think it was the other person's fault. But we still have the context of friendship, right? But can you keep that friendship knowing that this motherfucker's telling you he didn't do it when you saw him do it? Is it totaled? The car is like a total loss? car is a total loss. But no one's hurt? Andrew has a broken toe. <laughs> Cassidy, you have a broken ring finger. Uh, I'm probably fine with it. I, I if you really, I, I feel like we could come to some sort of agreement. Yeah. Especially if you know we're we're in the same situation at the end of the day, and like you know we're both okay. That's what's important. 
Like, I, I really do feel that shit, especially with the context <laughs> of friendship. That was a test. You guys passed. You guys are, you guys are really friends. All right. Do you know that... I forget if I told this on the air or if I told you guys in person, but do you know that I was driving one time... Uh, I was probably a senior in high school. Uh, I had my license maybe a year. And so I was driving down a side street, and it's super narrow... And as I was like pulling up to a stop sign, a woman opened her car door, her driver's side door as I passed her. And so my window caught her door Oof. or my, my side mirror caught her door and pulled yeah. it back a little bit. So we pull over. I'm like shook because this is my first accident. Yeah. And I'm like a block from my house. My, my parents walked over without shoes on. I remember they were like barbecue and they ran there. <laughs> uh, and... So the the cops came and were like, all right, based on the damage, it wasn't your fault. The woman disagreed with that. And so, like, I went over to, to you know, like, check if she was okay and, like, talk to her about it. And she was, like, basically, like, fuck you. Like, she was pissed at me. And months later, like, almost a year later, I was at a, a party for a friend of mine's older brother. And the oh, kid no. whose mom it was was there and he was super drunk. And he was like, go, he like fucking was like, I'm going to fight you. Oh my God, dude. That's amazing. And I was like, well, and he was, you know, he's probably, I don't, he wasn't muscular, but he was a lot bigger than me, way bigger than mm-hmm. me. And, uh, he was like blackout drunk though. And the woman, the girl, not woman, the girl who was my age, whose house it was, was like, Hey, I'm not trying to have a fight here. So she was like, you both need to leave. And I was like, well, I guess I'm leaving. Fine by me. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, fucking out. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> oh, my uh, God, dude. You're fucking life sometimes. I don't know why I ask for these things. Like, You 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 bring them on to yourself. I sure. know. I don't know what. Man, I. Don't you wish you could get into a fight with no consequences? Sometimes? No, I definitely don't. No, no. Where does that go for you? Where does that. I don't know, like not, not a real fight, but like. Never mind. Like a, like <laughs> like a, a, you guys don't get me. Like a duel. Now, 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 I don't want to admit that. Open, I'm a open it up. Just fucking say it, like man. A fight club. No, I mean sometimes you think about that shit. I'm like, I definitely like, have thought about it yeah, in the past. You get you get angry at something. Yeah. Right? I obviously. There's been a few times in my life, you know, like someone something like that, Andrew. Well, you're like, oh, I'm so clearly not in the wrong right now. You know, like I know for a fact that I am not the one getting uh doing a bad thing right now. Yeah. And sometimes you know you want you want you you, you wish you were a good guy, a cool guy. You, you wish it was like in the movies. Where you're like, hey, here's a knuckle sandwich. I always want something bad to happen to that person, but I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want that something bad to be me attacking them because that also sounds bad yeah yeah i think i think for me it's a power thing more than anything sure. i want to dominate oh yeah yeah i can hear that an, an enemy i can hear that for sure but 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 i see what you're saying too just like ill will in general yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I, I i just want bad things for them i want to put a curse on them right 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 mm-hmm. Good hacks. Mm-hmm. yeah like some good voodoo some good voodoo. See, most of my rage is like internalized. 
That's that's where my anger goes. How do you think? Okay, give me give me an example of how you you think you deal with that rage, and not like the the nuanced rage. I just mean the everyday, you know, rage. How do you mean? Like, how do I deal? Um, Poorly. I don't know. Like, do you, do you have an activity where you're like, oh, this is me processing and dealing with this energy, like getting this bad energy out of my fucking body uh i don't know like i talk i talk it out i'm a i'm a pretty good talker these days and uh uh honestly like that i think that's part of the reason why i like driving it's just like the the process of being alone and and having a task and and you're sort of focused on that one task it's like at most you're driving and what listening to something um so yeah that's that's a good time to decompress a hundred percent. I think that's why I've I've enjoyed driving. Yeah, honestly, is like just either the loud fucking music, and I'm having the like it. I'm I'm like, it, I'm, I'm 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 feeling things I haven't felt for eight hours, mm-hmm. right? Like just excitement or whatever, or a riveting podcast. Mm-hmm. And either way, I'm just like that because that was gonna be my example of like how I I feel. I can feel like my my shoulders loosening up. Like, just, like, my mind, like, clearing and, like, everything just coming back to a grounded level. I can also recommend, speaking of sounding like a fucking psychopath, I can also <laughs> recommend the uh, the fucking primal scream in the car is a very good Man. vibe for a bad day, which I, I have done fucking a, um, busted out a few times. You, like, you've done a movie one? Like, a just really like, loud one? Yeah, give it wow. your fucking all. Oh man, I've never done. I've had like a couple fucks. Yep. You know, but I'm more about you know when I have when I have those moments where you should you know cinematically you would scream in your car. For me, it's like under my breath. I fucking Mm -hmm. you dumb motherfucker, you you fucking idiot. Like, and I'm talking to myself, you know. And it's just like I just need a beating sometimes. You know. Most of the time, I feel that way, but sometimes, like at the end of the day, when you're going through the rolodex of your day, and you're like, "Oh wow, I took a fucking L there. Uh, that was a dud. That was bad. I got yelled at, and then they didn't have that thing that I wanted for lunch." And you're just like, "Fuck, man!" And you just gotta let it out, dude. You gotta yell. Yeah. Yeah, I should try that. I'm only. It just doesn't come nat. I doesn't. I know it's not supposed to be natural, but I'm not a loud, dude. No. Yeah. Oh, I I hear that. I I uh. Other than this show, I'm relatively quiet. You are. And the screaming, hey, Andrew. You ever get you ever get sad or mad? Nope, never, or never sad, bad? never mad. I feel great all the time. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think through. I feel like a lot of the so here's the thing. Work for me is relatively enjoyable. I work with good people, so like, no real like. There's definitely like the normal fights every once in a while or like stupid shit that ej does yeah, office you know, politics fucking ej does something and i'm like this fucking kid uh we see too much of each other we go we travel non-stop and want to kill mm-hmm. each other at some point but um <laughs> yeah otherwise it's not bad the thing i think though is that the things that at the end of the day i'm like mad about is like things that i've done like i'm thinking about something i said on a call and it's like well, i'm such a fucking idiot it's like yeah. that's what brings me down is, at the end of the day. That is the same energy. Uh, that is one in the same. Yeah, so it's like you get to the end of the day, you're thinking back through everything that happened, you're like, wait a second. 
why did I say that? Like, why did I make that little, <laughs> like somebody made a, like, here's the thing I often feel like is that there's certain people that I interact with on a daily basis that don't get, we don't have the same sense of humor. Yeah. And I feel like in conversation, like we try to make a quip at each other and it's like, just falls completely flat, like completely flat. And we just oh, look yeah. at each other. And I'm like, well, try better tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I feel feel that so much at work. So here's a question for you. In those situations, like, do you have authentic but awkward interactions or do you, like, put on a face and, like, okay, well, I know how I should interact with this person and so I'll behave in that way? Do you put on your Joker makeup? Yes. I mean, I think there's a mixture of both. There's people that I have to put on that I've tried too much. I'm like, you know what? I just know what I have to be when I'm engaging with X person. But then I think, you know, there's times where it's like, I'm just going to be me. Like, if you don't get the sense of humor, I guess, then, or the joke, then whatever. Why so serious? Why, it's a lot of, it definitely it's a lot of Joker jokes, a lot of Batman, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of knock knocks in there. <laughs> We're taking a company offsite to the Joker stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> I saw Gemini Man last weekend. The Will Smith one. Yeah. What's your viewing angles review? Let me give you the only movie review. <laughs> this movie. Um, it is like super. It is one of the m- coolest visual experiences I've ever had in a movie theater. I saw it in 3D with like the fucking 120 frames or 60 frames. Um, that would have been wild. Uh, 60 frames and like the. It, it's just fucking beautiful. I hate 3D too. And it's like, this movie is better because of the 3D. Um, action sequences are hot, but uh, it's a bad, bad script. A lot of bad words. <laughs> bad plot. A lot of, a lot of like, horse shit, embarrassing stuff. But uh, it's got, it looks fucking sick. I wish they would bring back the red and blue 3D. Mm. I feel like there's... Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, like they had it right the first time. Boy Law there was Girl. a place for that. I think I saw Harry Potter 2 in, like, red and blue 3D. Chamber of Secrets. Remember that, sni- that sniffing, scratch and sniff thing they did? Yep. Yep. Bring that back. Wild Thornberry's ex-Rugrats. Rugrats. I remember the Rugrats, yeah. Of course you fucking remember the Rugrats, dude. Somebody recently yeah. was just telling... Oh, I was out to drinks with, like, some people I didn't know, like, a mutual friends, and they were like... We were playing this game where you go around in a corner, like each person takes a turn and you have to list four things that are related to each other. And then each person has to pick one to kill from that list of four. And whoever's in the minority voting group has to take a drink. So let's say I said Wild Thornberries, Rugrats, Doug, SpongeBob. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then everyone picks one that they can live without. Thornberries. Easy. Thorn Thornberries is easy. Somebody yeah. went on this tangent. They were like, fuck Rugrats. It's like you're out of your mind. Oh my god. I can't god. even believe you're saying that. You cannot That's pick like that one, one of the from worst that list. Takes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the number one one from that list. Oh yeah. Like SpongeBob and Rugrats like are on unparalleled levels here. Come on, guys. Easy answers. Man, Rugrats. Fucking... SpongeBob's a show I fucking hate. <clears throat> But I respect. 
we've we've had this conversation before. Yeah. I cannot believe that but you I don't think, like SpongeBob. Yeah, but remember during that conversation, I guess I was like, I guess I do like SpongeBob. Because I, we were just going through like episodes that I remember, like the fucking pizza one or the just like the old ones. I guess like once at some point I was a teenager and I was angry that Drake and Josh was being interrupted by SpongeBob or something. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. At some point I didn't want it anymore. But I mean, I, I mean, the SpongeBob movie. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Goofy Goober. Like. Yeah. Fuck. That movie. I remember my dad somehow got that on a bootleg copy. I watched hey, it. Shout out. I was like, this shit's fucking rad. Somebody stands up in the theater. You, the fucking <laughs> <the screen. laughs> yes. My dad oh, with the hookup. Hell yeah. Man, that was such a common thing in L.A. I feel like I would always see them. I've never watched like, the bootleg. Everywhere. No, no, no. I mean, like, see, oh, oh, see oh, them oh. being sold. I hear you. Yeah. I um, definitely fucking bought some bootleg shit, though. The the one time when I was in eighth grade and I came to New York and we all thought that was the fucking cool thing to do, man. <laughs> you know, oh, everybody, let me get my FBI beanie. <laughs> let me get my, you know, my dollar sign gold chain that I bought for five fucking dollars. <laughs> Holy shit. What a fucking meme, dude. Uh. Uh. All right. Well, well, boys, let's fucking call it there. We're not getting any better than that. Uh, This has been Awkward Pause. I have been Cassidy Sargent. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. You can find the show on Twitter at Awkpause. Uh, Thank you. Shout out. We haven't shouted them out for a while. Uh, Weird Heat for the music. Brian Altano. Thank you. Uh, merch awkwardpausepod.com backslash merch there is some hot merch this uh, month shout out to Family Mart as well Mr. Andrew Street where can the good people find you? you can follow me on Twitter at Street Street Elmer <laughs> sorry wow <laughs> say it again say it again I don't know why I jumped in I knew you weren't done speaking that's <laughs> oh, train wreck Super here with one R Elmer Guardado. You can find me on Twitter at Elmer is not mad. Bleed blue. Sure, why not? Thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, we will see you again next time. Bye. <laughs>